Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag college football. There's this narrative out that we were hiding or, or ducking or waiting uh, and that's just not true. It's a false narrative. I want to make sure everybody understands we're not afraid of anybody. We will respect everyone that we play, but we, there's no fear in this. But it's not anything unique to us. Uh, that's what makes college football great. Nobody's afraid of anybody. You know, uh, we're not afraid of Washington. They're not afraid of us. Uh, that's why we dedicate our lives to this game. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we, can, we can do it a lot. And to be honest with you, we have uh, two weeks left that are open, December 5th and December 19th, that we're willing to play football. And, uh, you know, if there's anybody that are actually have an availability to play those games, we would love to do it. That's Kalani Sataki, BYU football coach. In the wake of the initial college football rankings being released, BYU slotted at number 14. They've pretty much been identified as the team that got ranked too low. I think largely people are looking at George as the team that got ranked too high. But it is what it is, PK. And when you sit back, all you hear is Lavelle Edwards their party and we're not invited 25 years later still their party yeah this is great news for BYU they haven't received this much exposure since 1984 and the people are talking about them way more than they ever dreamed of being talked about this deep into November about a week away from December and I realize yeah 14 is too low I understand that and the funny thing is that if they would have agreed to play in Washington, knowing full well that they couldn't play Washington, they wouldn't have been ranked as low. They should have just said yes back on Saturday. Sure, we're in. I mean, I tweeted, I, I'm listening to other people, sources saying all this other stuff. I mean, I, I don't have sources. I have friends. And uh, Saturday night, I put out there that Utah was probably going to be playing Washington. So BYU should have just said yes, because there was very little chance that the game would actually happen anyway. And they would have won the PR battle without even getting on the plane. Yeah. But right. I guess they, they would be ranked higher. They didn't want to pay for tests with money they didn't have to play a game they weren't going to play. But the PR battle eh, would, have been, would have been theirs. Utah and Washington are playing. The Utah-Arizona State game is canceled. The Utes will take on Washington Saturday night, 8.30 on ESPN. Washington 2-0. You know, here's the thing. If BYU beat Washington, how much credit would they get for it? Because I think the thing you see in the rankings is when you have the same number of losses as another team and you're in the West, you're going to be below them. The, the undefeated teams in the West are the lowest-ranked undefeated teams in a Power 5. I mean, I realize that uh, you know Marshall is lower and Coastal Carolina is lower. And the highest one-loss teams in the West are in the SEC. And the highest two-loss team, Georgia. I don't know how much credit you get for beating other teams in the West. Well, in the history of BYU football, they've only gotten credit once for beating a big-time team, and that's Miami. Everybody else, when they beat them, well, they're having a down year. And when BYU loses to these teams, I'll see, they suck. They can never have a down year. But when BYU beats you, you're having a down year. So, yeah, if they would have beat Washington, well, Washington changed coaches. Who's their quarterback? Their quarterback left for the NFL. Their running back left for the NFL. They're not that good this year. Yeah, it, it's on and on and on. Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State are the top four, just as we expected. 
Two teams waiting for somebody to stumble are in the SEC. Texas A&M is five and Florida is six. More cancellations, threat of cancellations. Minnesota and Wisconsin have played 113 years in a row, but they're not playing. And I actually did see some BYU ought to go schedule Wisconsin right now. People, they can't. Is that you, Jake? They can't schedule Wisconsin. The Big Ten doesn't let you play non-conference games. Just make a games. phone call and see what they say. Nebraska, you're not playing a non-conference game. That, that, that was then, though. USC canceled practice. Positive test inside the program. They're supposed to play Colorado Saturday. Nobody knows how that's going to work out. Yeah, from now on, I want positive. I want the games that are going to be played rather than the games that aren't going to be played. Well, then let's get to one of those. Hashtag Utah State. Turkey Day, Thursday night. It's Utah State and New Mexico. Both teams are 0-4. Somebody's going to get a win and a little dose of positivity after a negative month of football, PK. That's some positivity right there. How about a win? Are you sure someone's going to get a win? Do we know that? Well, they don't let them finish in a tie. Yeah, they no longer have ties, so. Yeah, but I don't know, man. This might be the first time. This has been such a crazy year that if we actually saw a tie in college football... Who would really, really be shocked? <laughs> Even though it's impossible. <laughs> they call a game off in like the fourth overtime for some reason. Zone's gonna have full Who's play by that game. Zone's gonna have full play by play coverage. Four o'clock with the pregame show. Five o'clock on FS1 on TV with Craig Bowler Jack on the call on the radio. Bowler filling in for Scotty G, who's off calling Aggie basketball. Well. That ought to tell you what has turned into uh, what's more important when your lead guy is calling basketball and not football. There it is. A non-conference game. You think if he was a 4-0, would they have done that? Uh, that's a good question. Probably not. No. Well, uh, <laughs> play-by-play guys get paid by the game, so if it's up to Scotty, he'll take more paychecks. Thank you. But you're right, it would have been hard to go, where are you going to be? This is a huge game. 4-0 Utah State, 4-0 Boise State. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I consider Patrick to be the Steph Curry of the NFL. Somebody that's, that's going to take this thing to the next level. Steph Curry took three-point shooting to the next level. In a sense, uh, Pat Mahomes is doing some of that in in the world of of the NFL. Michael Irvin, you love your analogies there, PK. Patrick Mahomes is the NFL Steph Curry. No, 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 no. Steph Curry is the Patrick Mahomes of the NBA. You don't compare anything to the NFL. The NFL is the king. It's the other way around. The Baltimore Ravens had positive tests, canceled their practice. They're supposed to play the Steelers Thursday night. No change to the status of that game now. We'll see how that goes today. That's the primetime no, game no, on NBC. I want to NBC. know the teams that did practice. No, we, don't, we don't do the negative. Washington practiced and Dallas practiced. 2.30 on Fox. They're both 3-7. and seven. I think whoever wins this game is the favorite in that division. Got the easier schedule Dallas down the stretch. practice. Dallas canceled their You're right, they did. They had a strength and conditioning coach. 
<laughs> well, then the only thing I can be positive about is the Texans and Lions. And let's be honest, that's not very positive. I mean, I can come up with a reason to fool myself into watching Washington and Dallas, two, three, and seven teams. I, I can't come up with a reason to watch Houston and Detroit. Oh, of course you can. Because it's on, man. Here's what you do. You get up, you turn on the Macy's Day Parade, and then that leads right into the football game. I've been doing it every year with Thanksgiving for as long as I can remember, and I'm not about to stop now. It has nothing to do with the quality of the teams. You can't watch this. I guarantee you all have the television turned on. I didn't want to discuss the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. There's going to be all kinds of limits, and it's going to look different this year. But it's going to happen. That's the most important thing. All right, Texans and Lions, 1030 on CBS. Washington, Dallas, 230 on Fox. Pittsburgh and Baltimore, hopefully at 620 on NBC. Alex Smith, get a win. Team that's had turnover problems, that's the one thing he usually doesn't do is turn the ball over. Washington to win the division at 6-10 and 10 or 7-9. and nine. You up for it? The Alex Smith comeback story? Since we're going to have a team with a losing record in the playoffs, apparently. Uh, the story's been ongoing. I mean, uh, yeah, sure, fine. Go go play to win. I mean, he's back. That, that was a nice story a couple weeks back, three weeks ago or so. But now it's about winning football games. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz announced they're going to allow 1,500 fans to attend home games to begin the season in addition to some sweet level seating on a limited basis. All fans will be in the lower bowl of Ibn Arena and will be socially distanced and required to wear masks at all times. Season's supposed to start on the 22nd. So, a few season ticket holders, I guess on a rotating basis, will have the ability to opt in and go to some games, PK. Great. If I'm the Jazz, I make sure that I have uh, heavy and thorough interviews with BYU because they've been playing before 1,500 fans now for about 10 years on the road. West Coast basketball here. 1,500 is a little bit of a high number, I feel like. Seen some of those crowds at USD. Oh, you you can get 1,500 Mormons in just about every every, uh, arena they go to. That's a fair point on that point, I guess. (laughs) Not on a beautiful Saturday afternoon in San Diego, though. Or Malibu. That was a little thin. (laughs) DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Well, we knew Bam Adebayo would join Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell with the five-year max extension. Uh, could be worth $195 million for any of those guys that are able to make an all-NBA team. First, second, or third, doesn't matter. Just make one of them. Pelicans gave Brandon Ingram five years and $158 million max. He's been an all-star. He's the NBA's most improved player. Does that surprise you a little bit, PK, based on value? Or maybe not because they had to do it because they need credibility and they need to hold on to their... They're better young players, even if they're not worth that much. Well, yeah, we've seen that a million times over. If you're a decent player on a crappy team, they end up being forced to have to give you all this money. That's basically what Conley had a few years back. I mean, not not that the team was crappy. Uh, And New Orleans is an emerging team. Maybe crappy is too strong. But not a team that has any chance to go anywhere, in the immediate future anyway. And we've seen John Wall. I mean, the list goes on and on. Those are just a couple of players off the top of my head and, and Hayward basically got the same thing he wasn't a crappy team but it's not like Hayward in and of himself is going to take you anywhere I mean these are nice they're all nice players I'm not saying that they're not 
but they're not the upper tier level, but yet they're paid like they're upper tier level because they're the best player on these teams. That's, that's the flaw in the system is that these guys end up getting this kind of money. Uh, Jordan gave Nick Batum $27 million a year. For what? <laughs> he At no point is he ever going to make a difference in winning and losing. He's making $27 million. It's, and we, Otto Porter last year when we looked at him. Remember mm-hmm. when you looked it I up? Do. Yeah. And I, my jaw yep. dropped? <laughs> it did. And $28 million? Yeah. Uh, and the Atlanta Hawks have signed Bogdan Bogdanovich. Four years, $72 million. The Kings decided not to match. So there's an example of nice player, and that's not, you know, the five-year, $158 million max deal, but it's still a pretty healthy offer. But if you're the Kings and you don't match it, now where are you? Not having him isn't going to help you go anywhere and win games either. San Bernardino. Yeah, thank you. How are you hanging on? Where are you? I like what the Hawks are doing, man. And they got uh, Gallinari signed with them. Now they got this kid, obviously Trey Young. Where do you think that's going? Well, don't forget about Rajon Rondo. No limit on that. Rondo's another guy, a veteran guy. I mean, they've sucked, right? They've been bad. And so uh, now they'll be in a 7, 8, 9, 10 game. We'll we'll see how far can uh, Trey Young and these guys uh, take you. But, I mean, at least if you're a Hawks fan, at least you're seeing that they're trying to win. I mean, they're trying to put a better product out on the floor. And as a fan, that's about all you can ask for. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. College basketball, the season begins tonight. Some of the games that will happen. I got to skip over all these games that won't happen. Uh, Weber State's going to host Adams State, D Event Center, Ogden, 7 o'clock. Southern Utah's at Loyola Marymount. It'll be less than 1,500 for that one, PK. BYU's hosting Westminster at the Marriott Center. It's on BYU TV tonight. Scotty G's going to have the call. Utah State, VCU, ESPN2, 730. The Bad Boys Mowers Crossover Classic. Scotty will have the call. (laughs) It's a mouthful. Well, that's good. I want college basketball back. I want basketball back, man. It's that time of year. I mean, normally, uh, uh, what's today, Wednesday, yeah, I'd be watching the finals of the Maui Invitational. So, college basketball will start, in, yeah, it will start in the middle of the day today. Memphis and St. Mary's at noon on ESPN2. That one could be worth checking out. Oh, for sure, yeah. That would be a, uh, a decent game right here uh, out of the gate. Anybody in the, in the Pac-12... Uh, Get your attention. ASU's playing Rhode Island at 5 o'clock on ESPN. UCLA and Hurley against the team that Hurley used to coach. His brother used to coach at Rhode Island, didn't he? UCLA, San Diego State, CBS Sports Network tonight at 8.30 in San Diego. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, a few games there to uh, mix in for your viewing pleasure, starting with the St. Mary's game at noon. All right, DJ and PK, that's what's trending. That's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, David Nixon, BYU TV football analyst, former BYU linebacker. We'll talk with him about the rankings and scheduling games. That's 8 o'clock. Riley Jensen, our college football insider at 8.30. Craig Bowlerjack, TV voice of the Jazz. And for this week, the voice of Aggie football.
He'll join us at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.